Hi guys, welcome to our very first episode here on the After Dark Podcast. We are so excited to finally be presenting our very first episode. I am accompanied today with my beautiful host. Hi guys, this is Isa. Welcome to our podcast. So this is the story of a 15-year-old boy who was brutally murdered by an online sadistic predator. All right, so our story today takes place in Caterham, Surrey. This is the story of the murder of Breck Bednar. Breck was born on March 17, 1999 to mother Lauren Lefebvre and his father, Barry Bednar. Lauren and Barry were originally from the United States, but they ended up moving to the UK in 1996 for Barry's job in the oil trading business. They lived pretty well because Barry had a really good job. He was really successful, so they had a beautiful home, lived in a nice town. The children were went to a very nice school so they lived a pretty good life in 2002 lauren gave birth to triplets so it doubled the family in size breck loved his siblings he absolutely adored them he had a great relationship with them so everything was pretty good in the household however six years later lauren and barry unfortunately ended up divorcing the kids ended up staying with their mother and barry of course moved out but he was still really present in their lives and he would see them regularly which is good you know they still had both of their parents in their life yeah that's good so breck's relationship with his father stayed pretty strong despite the split up he would see his dad and stay with him breck was a really good student he continued to excel as he got older in his education like when he was in high school he was doing really really good he was almost top of his class he was also very social he made some really good friends during high school people were really drawn to him because he was just so sweet and outgoing and i mean i could really tell that he was just one of those people that was constantly surrounded by people just because they were so drawn to his presence and his personality once he was old enough he ended up joining the army training corps which he absolutely loved he was passionate about it he had always dreamed of being in the army so as soon as he was old enough to do it he was really excited about that during his free time he was always found playing video games which is really common for i mean pretty much anybody his age he spent a lot of his time playing video games on his computer chatting online with his friends and they ultimately used a program called TeamSpeak, which i will talk about more later but just keep that in note for future reference that they used the TeamSpeak program so in march 2013 breck celebrated his 14th birthday this was around the time he started to become really like isolated and he started to change honestly i think he was just being a teenager right so his mom said he would have unpredictable mood swings which like i said is pretty common for a 14 year old i remember me having unpredictable mood swings too so oh yeah yeah <laughs> so he also started refusing going to church and he also was missing sessions with the army training corps which like i said he was super passionate about it so it obviously raised some red flags there when he started to miss sessions with that his mother started to catch on and she was kind of starting to realize that something was causing him to act this way and she wanted to get to the bottom of it and find out what was going on. Lauren recalls Breck regularly talking about a boy named Lewis who was part of Breck and his friends like gaming club. So Lauren had never heard of this Lewis guy before. She knew mostly all of his friends but the only one that she had no idea about was Lewis so that was already kind of a red flag to her. Lauren would walk into Breck's room and tell him he needed to get off of his video 
video games to help around the house or do homework. Lewis would tell Breck that not to listen to his mom. She was just trying to ruin his life. Obviously, Lauren didn't like this. She didn't know why this guy was over here trying to control her son and tell him to be rebellious. Because of the fact that Breck really liked Lewis, he would listen to him and take his advice, whether it was good or not. And he started rebelling against his mom. So a little bit about Lewis. This is what we know from Breck. So according to Breck, Lewis was a self-made entrepreneur who worked for the United States Department of Defense with various offices in the United States and he even claimed to have one in Dubai. So he had like his own business, he was rich and this was something that Breck really looked up to. So how old was this guy? So Lewis claimed that he was 19 years old, about five years older than Breck. And I think that's why Breck thought he was so cool because a 19 year old being so successful, so young, it kind of appealed to him. So yeah, he said he was 19 years old. So did the mom know any of this stuff about him being rich and... Yeah, so Breck did tell his mom that Lewis was 19 and that he was um, an entrepreneur and that he was really successful. And the mom thought it was kind of sketchy. And one thing that she did say was well if this lewis guy is a 19 year old successful entrepreneur why is he spending so much time talking online to 14 year olds that was one of the red flags for her she didn't understand why he was using so much of his time then to talk to this 14 year old that he hadn't known in person which i agree that does sound kind of you know well just the fact that he was so rich and had all these businesses would have been like uh something's not adding up yeah here. Yeah, so it definitely did seem kind of sketchy, but here's a very important note, which I found to be very interesting. So Lewis was actually the creator of the server TeamSpeak. Remember the one I had mentioned earlier? Yes. Yeah, so Lewis was actually the creator of the program TeamSpeak, the one that the boys used to play video games. Therefore, it allowed Lewis to control the chats and any other activities that the boys would participate in while they were playing. That sounds creepy. I know. So he was basically watching their every move. Breck was extremely fond of Lewis and he really looked up to him and hoped to be as successful as him one day. Their friendship ended up developing really quickly and they would talk every single day for hours. Breck started to become very loyal to Lewis and like I said followed his advice even if it wasn't good. There were many instances however when Lewis showed his true colors and attempted to break up the relationship between Breck and his friends. There was a day where Lewis revealed to Breck that his friends were actually talking bad about him and that he overheard them through the program TeamSpeak. Breck got really upset about it. He ended up cutting his friendship with those guys because he believed that they were talking bad about him because he could not believe that Lewis would ever lie to him. So it seemed as though, when I read that, it seemed as though Lewis was trying to break up their friendship and isolate Breck and have him all to himself. Mm-hmm right? Like it seems like he's just trying to start problems because I don't know, that was weird. Like why is a 19 year old trying to start break up drama? Yeah, with 14 year olds. Like that just, that just seemed weird to me. So Breck's mother too, Lauren, she would always warn him about the dangers of meeting people online, especially at his age being 14 because they're very vulnerable and impressionable. So she would advise him not to make friends online due to the amount of predators that prey on children. She shared her concern about Lewis and his intentions with Breck 
Breck. However, Breck reassured his mother that Lewis was genuine and he was a really good friend to him with no harmful intentions. As time went on, Breck's relationship with his family and friends started to become strained while his friendship with Lewis seemed to become a lot stronger. However, Lauren decided that she had had enough of Lewis brainwashing her son as well as fearing for her son's safety, therefore leading her to cut all communication between the two. She was sure that Lewis was a pedophile who was lying to her son in order to lure him in. I think I agree with her. Yeah, mother instinct. Yeah, she knew. She already knew. And I mean... And he was a perfect prey because he came from a broken family. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not only did she try to break up the friendship between the two, but she actually ended up contacting the Surrey Police Department. She expressed her concerns to them and let them know that she thinks this Lewis guy was grooming her son for sex. The police told her that they would take care of it, not to worry. It later came out that they never filed any police report. Oh my gosh. And they didn't do anything about it. So nothing ever came about this. Which I know. That's pretty messed up. Lauren ended up taking Breck's phone and his computer away from him. She was hoping that this would help him forget about Lewis and get back to his old self again. However, Breck became a lot more isolated and he was super angry with his mom that he could no longer talk to Lewis. But as, you know, as time went on, he started to become himself again and he was happy. He was like involving himself with the family a lot more and it seemed like everything was finally getting back to normal. Lauren realized that her plan worked. However, unbeknownst to Lauren, Breck had actually had a secret phone sent to the house. He used this phone to communicate with Lewis behind his mom's back. What? I know. She had no idea about this. I don't know how he got a phone sent to the house and nobody knew about it. It's a 14-year-old kid. I know. how. Like I, I don't understand how that happened, but it happened. And so he continued his friendship with Lewis. Okay, so now we're going to fast forward a little bit um, to February 16, 2014. Breck had a plan that only he knew about. And his plan was to finally meet Lewis in person for the very first time. Breck had told his dad that he was going to stay the night at his friend's house and that he would be back in the morning. His dad said, that's fine as long as you are back before I have to go to work in the morning. So the next day, he did not end up coming home at the time that he agreed he would be home. So how did this all happen? Lewis had told Breck that he was diagnosed with this disease that would ultimately lead to his death really, really soon. He told him he was dying and that he needed to pass over his multi-million pound company over to Breck. And so he told him, you need to come over so I can show you the ropes and we can go over everything and I can hand over the company to you is basically what he told him of course breck was super excited he could not pass up the opportunity to finally meet lewis and to be the new entrepreneur of this multi-million pound company so he planned the whole thing to go meet him at his apartment this was not known until the morning after let's go back to breck's father so when breck did not return home his father barry had contacted the friend that breck was staying with and the parents ended up telling barry that he was not there he had never showed up and that they had no idea where he was so obviously barry started to worry and he contacted lauren and let her know that breck was supposed to be staying at a friend's house and he never showed up he's not answering his phone so of course they started to worry they didn't know what to do not long after this the friends started to receive text messages images of a bloodied body sent to breck's friends it didn't take long for them to realize that it was in fact breck who was in those photos the kids realized it was breck or yeah the friends um his friends realized that it was him in the photos so all the way 
In another town by the name of Essex, at 11.06 a.m., the Essex Police Department received a phone call from a man explaining that he needed police and a forensic team to his house. And it was by, you guessed it, Lewis. Essex Police Emergency. Hi there. Um, okay. Uh, hello. Um, I need police and a forensic team to my address, please. What do you mean? What's happened? My friend and I got into an altercation and I'm the only one who came out alive. Are you telling me you've killed somebody? Yes, I am. Right, and who am I speaking to? My name is Lewis Baines, I'm 18 years old and I live... My friend came to stay the night with me yesterday, feeling very down, feeling suicidal, and I woke up this morning, he was in a mess, I tried to calm him down, I hugged him. You're telling me he is definitely dead? I'm telling you, yes, I'm telling you, he's definitely dead. Okay. Can, you, can you not interrupt me with this part? Okay, go on. Okay. This is being recorded anyway, isn't it? Yep. I grabbed a knife and I stabbed him once in the back of the neck, I believe somewhere near the brainstem. He turned around, he tried to carry it on, and I, I think I stumbled on my chest of drawers. I fell over, I got back up, backed away, and then remember exactly what happened, but the fight ended with me cutting his throat. I believe I turned around and I slashed his throat. That whole 911 call, actually in the UK it's 999 call, um, but it is equivalent to our 911 here, but that full tape is on YouTube. You guys can search it up. I will have it linked down below in our YouTube box. Um, but as you heard, Lewis Danes admitted to stabbing Breck Bednar to death. However, he claimed it was accidental. And his story was that Breck had come over because he was sad, he was suicidal, he needed somebody there for him. And so Lewis said, oh, you can come over to my house, we can talk, we can hang out, we can get through this. But they soon realized that that was not it. So when police arrived, Breck's body was lifeless on the floor, his ankles and wrists were bound with duct tape. He had a deep cut across his throat. His clothes were discovered in a bag inside the apartment it was said that there was evidence of sexual activity between the two shortly before breck was killed however they couldn't find more on that so in the apartment police also found electronic equipment which was immersed in water they believed that lewis did this in order to destroy the evidence of the communications between the two so police arrested lewis at the scene and took him into custody now here's a very sad Side note, the day that Breck's body was found was the day of Lauren's birthday, his mother. What? Yeah. Oh, poor lady. I know. That's so sad. So although Lewis claimed that the murder was accidental, detectives quickly saw through it. His trial was due to begin on November 25th, 2014, but in a surprise move, he changed his plea to guilty. During the hearing, prosecutors spoke of sexual and sadistic nature of the murder, citing that Danes had purchased duct tape condoms and syringes on online shortly before Breck's murder so he obviously planned it the sexual activity this was not an accident and obviously he was not depressed looking for a friend yeah. he was lured in just to be murdered yeah I mean the evidence is all there he Poor had kid. the condoms he had syringes he had duct tape so this it was clear from the beginning that this was not an accident so Danes uh he was sentenced on January 12 2015 and one of the prosecutors said quote Having lured the young man to your flat, you murdered him. You had befriended Breck and a number of other adolescent friends through an online community. I'm sure that this murder was driven by sadistic or sexual motivation, end quote. So hopefully this guy gets put away for life. Yeah. 
So he didn't lie about his age. He wasn't like a 40 year old predator preying on a 15 year old. He actually was, well, like he said, 18. So he was not that much older than Breck. However, he did lie about his life. He was not an entrepreneur. He was not a business owner. He did not live in the United States. He was just some young kid in his apartment trying to lure young kids for sexual reasons to murder them. So this to me sounds like the beginnings of a serial killer yeah because if he's 18 years old and he's already thinking about killing somebody yes and he's only 18 19 then imagine if he hadn't been caught what else would he yeah he would have been a serial killer yeah i i could totally see him being another serial killer if he hadn't got caught so good thing he did yeah so uh lewis was sentenced to serve a minimum of 25 years in prison which means that if and when he is released, he will be at least 44 years old. 25 years for murdering a kid? I know. Brutally stabbing. Oh my gosh. And it was pre-planned and, and he only got 25 years. So he's going to be released and there's a possibility this could happen again. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's going to happen again. I don't know what they were thinking. Yeah. So obviously his parents were very upset. Lauren and Barry were very, very upset. And his mother said, quote, no amount of years behind bars will ever change the poisonous attitude and actions of a psychotic animal who can behave this way, end quote. So Breck was buried in Caterham on March 17, 2014, which would have been his 15th birthday. So he was born. Yeah, he was. March 17 was his birthday. So he was buried on his 15th birthday. Oh my God, that is so sad. Yes, I know. Hundreds of people did gather his funeral um, to celebrate his short life and a memorial fund was set up to Breck's name, which raised more than 25,000 euros in just a matter of weeks. There's a lot of people that cared about Breck when they heard the story. So the whole community really came together to support the family. Now, here are just a couple of my opinions. One is the police needs to take action when things like this are brought up by a parent. Because a lot of the times, police kind of dismiss this because technically nothing harmful is going on yet when your child is talking to somebody online. Um, But then things like this, when it's not stopped or prevented or people aren't educated on it, then things like this happen. So I think the police made a very big mistake by ignoring Breck's mom's concerns about this. Well, and I also think that, um, what year was this? 2000. 14 14 Mm -hmm. so i think this might have been kind of new like you know the online gaming and and stuff like that so i think hopefully now that this is more common police would take uh situations like these more seriously and yeah actually take action and look into it at least Mm -hmm. yeah i mean I know that in 2014, social media and meeting people online was just beginning to reach like the height in its popularity and stuff. So like you said, hopefully now, I mean, it's sad that it took all these cases for someone to finally take it seriously, but hopefully now people will take it a lot more seriously because these things do happen, obviously. And I just think it's really sad that he only got 25 years. Mm, Yeah, that's that's 
that sucks that's ridiculous yeah all right you guys so that concludes this story so we are making an instagram for our after dark podcast you guys can also find us on youtube and i'm gonna try and get this on all other podcast streaming platforms subscribe to our channel follow our instagram thank you guys for listening and stay tuned for the next episode because it's gonna be a good one